Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy. Man, now I know, like, a lot of people don't watch wrestling, but it is still a part of, a part of pop culture, but I am going to get into it in my mind, and yes, Money in the Bank was last night, and it was okay going on at first, but, I mean, you know, it was, it led into a terrible, terrible ending, I might add. Oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna cut to the chase. Alright, let's just, let's just get into the, the, um, to the matches so far. The match, the main matches that were really going on that was actually very good. Uh, the women's ladder match for the, uh, Money in the Bank, um, for the, uh, for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, Bailey wound up winning. She wound up beating all of the other girls, and she won the Money in the Bank. And, of course, the match between, um, the man, Becky Lynch, versus, uh, Lacey Evans and, uh, Lacey Evans for the Raw Championship, she beats her, but she loses to Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Championship, which was kind of like, whatever, but I mean, you know, I'm not really much, I mean, Charlotte's cool, but, you know, she's won it enough times to where it's just like, damn, okay, got enough of them already, but it's all to the great, but lo and behold, uh, Bailey cashes in her Money in the Bank, uh, championship, I mean, Money in the Bank briefcase right then and there, winning and becoming the SmackDown champion, which she becomes the first Grand Slam championship, I mean, Grand Slam champion, first woman Grand Slam champion, so she, she was a tag team, she was the NXT, uh, she was Raw's champion, and now she's SmackDown's champion, so kudos to Becky, um, to not Becky, kudos to Bailey for pulling that off, I mean, you know, I mean, well and, well and right, like, the, the four women to start it all for, the four women to start it all for the, the women's revolution, I, I, I guess what they used to call it, you know, I mean, they, they've done both Becky, Bailey, Charlotte, and Sasha, they've really put, pulled in some stops, and, like, their NXT matches were awesome as hell. Which led to a lot of, uh... A lot of changes for the... For them to actually do a lot of stuff with them. So, I mean, which was dope as hell. So, kudos to that. Uh, the main matches... Like, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. That was a dope match. Dope match as hell. Seth Rollins wins. I mean... Good. I mean, I'm glad that there was no, like, there was no, like, nobody had to be a heel in this one. I think, like, Raw and SmackDown, they have enough heels. You don't have enough heroes. I mean, you don't have enough faces. So, I mean, I'd rather have AJ Styles. I'd rather have AJ as a, he, I mean, as a face. I mean, he's dope as a heel, but between both... Seth Rollins and him, 
might as well just keep both of them as faces right now because you got enough, you got plenty of them enough to where like, especially like whatever's going on with uh, Bray Wyatt when he kicks in. I mean, obviously he's gonna be a uh, heel. So either way, let's just keep the ball rolling with that. Uh, the Kofi Kingston in the the Kofi Kingston in in Kevin Owens match was cool, even though everybody was a little drained out from all the previous matches and everything else, but it was still dope. Kudos to Kofi for still retaining the title. Um, and then at the end, I mean, and then there was the and then there's the freaking the eight-man men's ladder match that was supposed to, that was going down. Something happened to Sami Zayn where he was in the back. They were under the impression it was Braun Strowman. Pretty much it wasn't. So the match continued, which is all seven. So they're all, I mean, and the match was pretty damn brutal. I mean, you know, people getting flopped on ladders and bumps and everything else. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty intense. And, like, I wouldn't take a bump. I'm sorry. Like, look, I ain't never been in the ring before. But I know the ring is high above the, I mean, you know, a couple of feet off the ground. Especially if you on a, a, the top rope. I mean, if you on the top rope, you're in everything else. You on at least, like, like 10, 12, like, like maybe 12 feet above the, uh, uh, you, you basically on the stage from that point. So if you fall, and if you fall wrong, you could not only just break, like, sprain your, you won't break anything unless you land on it directly, but, you know, you could, you could fuck up an ankle, a wrist, you know, a concussion, all that shit, (laughs) and break something. So yeah, you could, but matches were, the match was cool, looked like Mustafa Ali was actually gonna get it, and then the biggest heartbreak of all. Brock Lesnar's music starts, and why, why, why in blue, why, why in the blue hail is Brock Lesnar money in the bank? Why? What for? He doesn't even have to. I mean, half the time when he gets on to be and do anything for uh, for WWE, he he's always mainly going for the title anyway. So why the hell is he holding hostage to the briefcase? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, that just draws away from like, okay, like, yeah, now he can cash in anywhere else. Half the time, he doesn't even wrestle on Raw or Smack, I mean, Raw, let alone, like, let alone he ain't gonna go to SmackDown. He really don't need to be going to SmackDown. I mean, if he does go to SmackDown, that would be disappointing because if if Kofi Kingston is still the title holder, I mean, definitely that would be messed up if they tried to pull a stunt like that to where, like, Brett Lesnar goes to SmackDown and now he becomes the SmackDown champion, which he's already like he's been already the WWE champion. He's already been there. I mean, he doesn't need to be universal. He doesn't really need to. You know what would be amazing though? 
if Brock wins, I mean, if Brock tries to cash it in and loses, that would be dope. I just, it baffles me. The Money in the Bank, uh, the Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view was doing very, very well for itself. I mean, I mean, oh, and I forgot the, the, <laughs> and I didn't really see the, uh, the show, uh, I didn't really see the beginning for the, uh, the tag team, SmackDown, ta- um, for the tag team belts, for the guys, but, uh, you know, it looks like the Usos, ret- uh, the Usos, I think they got back the title, I'm not sure, but I'll figure that one out later on, but, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just mainly, like, why, why in God's green earth would they... Like, what's going on with Vince? I mean, Vince is already getting of age to where, like, he's making the decisions of, like, he's still making decisions. I mean, you got Brock Lesnar, who's a part-timer. When he wins the belt, he barely goes to most places unless if there's, like, big money on the line. Which doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's supposed to be a big draw. He's, I mean, and rightfully so. Brock Lesnar is a draw. I mean, he's a freakish of a man who, like, for his size, he's strong as hell. He's fast as hell. But, I mean, but it just takes away what, I mean... Wrestling could be way more than Brock Lesnar. Let's just say it like that. And to me, I think if they don't do anything else, I mean, it's just like they've they've had a couple of slumps in the ratings and everything. Because it's, honestly, it's not even the booking of, like, Brock Lesnar. It's just the writers that make the shit shitty. Get better writers. Make the storylines for the championships worth more while. Give it more uh, depth. You know, don't make some cornball, freaking entertain like like it's reality and half the shit that goes on. Just make it competitive. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think like when it comes down to other like other places like ROH and you know New Japan and. You know, even TNA to some degree, it's like, or or Impact, you know, it may not be the fact that, like, their stories are, like, you know, but, like, their stories are good, but when it comes down to creating an actual storyline between a champion versus a challenger, that is the thing that you want to watch. And honestly, I think that's what they need to really gravitate to and just get more competitive, exciting. Like honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brutally honest. I like to see AJ Styles and Seth Rollins uh, meet up in a match and everything. I mean, those are dope matches. That was one. I mean, but I'm not saying like you know you need to have show stealers every single night. But at least give it some, like, give some, like, high-end 
high-end matches that are gonna be like, you know, you could talk about, or even on Raw or SmackDown, or even give it like a, give it a story like how the, like, Attitude Era used to be, even though it can't be the way it was, and honestly, I say it like this, it's like, because WWE has sponsors, and a lot of sponsors are involved with, like, you know, like, is very PG now. But also keep in mind, this is a sport. I mean, it's entertainment, but to me, it's still competitive. It's a sport. They have to be physically fit and ready to get into all these matches. So technically, you know, they really need to, like, try to really focus on that. To me, I think it's the writers that kills the story, like these silly storylines and everything else. It seems forced. It's like that these, um, it's not, it's like the wrestlers can't be themselves. Like, other than like the Kofi Kingston and the, the Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins angles and all of that stuff, those were actually dope. And you know, they could do a whole lot more with some of the other acts and some of the people that they don't even use. Like, give them a little bit of chance to shine. But, either way, those are my thoughts and my, and those are my thoughts about that. Other than that, it ended off, I mean, it was going okay and it ended badly. But, either way, this is a in my mind segment on late for the party please like comment and subscribe and share and do all that cheerful stuff and hit me up you guys this is late for the party on anchor fm i am your host melodious aka Coverboy, signing off and as always it's okay to be late for the party but don't be late for the fun